are listening to the Project Weight Loss Podcast, where your best life is just one project away. And now, your host and life coach, Fina Perez. Hello, everyone. How are you today? I've been thinking about you because of the upcoming Project 66 cohort. So if you haven't signed up, we're almost full. So please don't wait. And I'm so excited for you. So today we will be continuing our conversation around the concept of self-coaching and the elusive how, how to really work our project weight loss. If you went to my website to pick up your free ebook on the three episode series, that's great because the visuals are helpful when we talk about this topic of the how. I will be discussing two important tools today that relate to the focus, the refocusing of our project weight loss. And they are that of the pause. And the second is really a game changer. And that is how to change your past. I know, right? So weird to think about that. So lots of things to talk about today. Really good stuff. But first, I want to share my scary story for this week. Since we're in one of my favorite months of the year, October, and Halloween is just around the corner. And in the United States, we celebrate Halloween on October 31st. And so some folks buy pumpkins and decorate them and they put up scary objects in their front yards to prep for this day for when children go around asking for treats around the neighborhood. But really, it's all about scary and fun events for our young folks. And I share that because I have listeners from other countries. So you may be asking, what is Halloween? So this story is not spooky per se, but it was very scary for me. And it was also a good lesson for me. So on to my exercise slash scary story. I walk with my sister, Sand, on my long hike, and we walked Lake Chabot, which is woodsy in some areas, you know, where there's a big canopy of trees and it's dense. So in some areas, it's actually a bit dark because of the canopy. And in other areas, the trail is very narrow with a drop on the side. So think of a hill. For the large majority of the trail, the drop is not steep or too dangerous, but in some areas, they're scary. And at times, no one is around. Anyway, we were walking and I tripped over a tree stump, which was scary in itself and got my adrenaline running, but it was not bad. I hit the dirt, but the ground was soft and I was walking and not running. So I'm a-okay. But what happened was that as we were walking back, we saw a couple with a medium-sized dog and a lady with a small dog. The doggies were unleashed and the small dog went for the big dog. The road, as I mentioned, was very narrow and the fight was quick and ferocious. The couple had their medium-sized dog held down and the lady with the small dog froze and did not know what to do. Thankfully, the couple was able to move the smaller dog off the the medium-sized one and it was all very sudden and well, our adrenaline was sky high. Then they seemed to get control of their dogs. The lady leashed her small dog and was walking away. The man with the medium-sized dog was kneeling, trying to calm his dog down, and he was dangerously close to the edge. His dog made a sudden move back and bumped his owner over the edge. They both rolled down the hillside around three or four times or more. It was pretty scary to witness. The dog got up and came up the hillside, and the owner got up thankfully and said he was okay and clawed up. But goodness, 
it was pretty scary to see him rolling, holding his dog down the hillside. So please, please leash your doggies when you go on your walks. They're not likely to bite humans. And we know that our pets are lovely and they're the love of our lives. But when you put two stranger pets together, it can be very dangerous very quickly. I know because my chocolate lab, Lexi, who died years ago, she was a lamb with us in the family, but she became Jabba the Hutt with strangers, aka the mailman and any other dog getting anywhere near us. So trust me, I understand, but please leash your dog. (laughs) I want to think that the man is okay and his dog is okay. So sending him health in the ether, but please be careful out there. So the rest of the hike was uneventful, but I think I had enough adrenaline between my fall and seeing that incident for the weekend and for Halloween. And what did I do afterwards? Well, I concentrated on my breathing to bring my adrenaline down a bit, and I focused on paying attention to my path and my surroundings, which is right along the lines of what we're talking about today, which is the pause and the attention. So on to our main event. the how of our project weight loss. In the last episode, I talked about our unintentional model of our being, where we're so moved and governed by our emotions. We're so tight in those emotions and they're what make us do the things we do. And what governs our emotions is our thinking. And this is such good news for us. But here's the thing, we wanna quickly act. And so, oh my, well, we tell ourselves when we realize this, what am I thinking? And we go right away to course correct. But here's where our first and most important tool comes in, and that is to pause. Many times we think we're ready to move forward, but something feels off. We feel unsatisfied or lacking somehow. It's as if where we wanna go feels untrue. This is because we have not truly processed the emotion and understood our why behind it. So what's the key here? How do we know if we're ready to move forward? How do we know that? Well, we go back to the situation and re-ask ourselves, how do we feel about it? And we need to be honest. If our emotion is the same or a variation of the same emotion, then it's time to pause. Let's sit and think, why are we choosing to feel this way? what are we thinking? And let's take an honest look. And I suggest you do three things. Ask yourself, why do I feel the same way? Journal about any new related emotions on the same situation. Pull out your thoughts and take a good look at those thoughts. This process can be so valuable to sit with the emotion and write everything on a sheet of paper. Heart to pen to paper is what Tamara Levitt says. And I so agree. If you have multiple emotions, it's okay, write about them. Remember to stay with the same situation and take a look at that emotion. Why is this valuable? Well, because it helps us to know when we're ready to move forward to act. And you know, I love Tamara Levitt and she has a meditation around healing. She talks about it like how it's similar to cleaning a wound. You have to take all the particles out, washing them out. And I know sometimes we may need to come back here in particular if it's a deep wound, but I think that we can and we have the ability to heal. In fact, I believe this so deep in my soul that we can heal. What this pause also does for us is that it helps us come out of the fight or flight mindset, the adrenaline state. 
so similar to the story I shared about the dogs fighting, the man falling down the hillside. I was in the adrenaline state, not thinking clearly for a moment. After my gasp of disbelief, I took two deep breaths and paused and instantly thought of helping the man. My mind raced to figure out how I could help him. It was so quick and he quickly got up to all of our relief. And you see, there's so much to this story, so many lessons. And of course, the obvious lesson is of leashing our dogs. But really, it's about being mindful, about paying attention to ourselves, our surroundings, and when things happen, to move to clarity first. We have to put on the mask before we can act. We have to be able to breathe, to pause, and to think. The other thing that is so important is the thought of the story itself. What we make the story or situation mean. You know, I could have passed severe judgment on the folks this weekend. I could have been really upset at myself for my own fall. And you know, the other thing with all of this is that I told you my story of what happened this weekend. But if you were to ask my sister, she would tell her version of the story. And it may be a little different. So in other words, the story I shared with you of the doggies and my fall is my perspective, my story. And because it's my perspective, I chose how I told it, but I'm getting ahead of myself. So let's put a bookmark here because I do want to take a moment and go back to my story that I shared in the last episode of my job. I don't know if you remember that, but I had shared in my last podcast, an example of this idea of perspective where I talked about my job and I shared how I felt like my previous employer many years ago was making my work life miserable and the rest of my life miserable by default because I was overeating as a result of that pain of not feeling worthy of having so many things to do and so much anxiety over all the work I had. And I think about that now and I have taken that accountability for myself to say that I am responsible for my joy and my life. And what happened in that past from my my job was not just the negative interactions with my previous boss. So in my pause, when I stopped to think and reflect of what's truly happening, I could see the situation in its entirety. I understood and realized that I learned so much during this period of my life. I learned how strong I was. I learned the value of working hard for the people I served in the community. I learned for myself that I had to support my staff to be the buffer for them, to help them. And I have to acknowledge that the moments were not all bad, that they were moments of growth. I also have to acknowledge that that employer's personality was different than mine. And that is okay. And that that person had a fantastic work ethic. My time at that job made me stretch, made me learn, made me grow. And guess what? I taught myself how to manage my time a little better. I gave priority and attention to my time. And goodness, I learned so much about project management during this time. What a gift. And all under this person who I thought made my life a living hell. And the truth is that I learned so much, so much so that I could bring this to you too. So now looking at it, I pause, I reflect, and I ask myself the question, is this really true that this person made my life miserable? Is it true? And the honest answer, like I told you in the last episode is no. The person said a few negative things to me. Absolutely. The person was rude in a few situations. Yes, of course. But my happiness, 
My going to the food was my decision, my responsibility. And the minute I fully accepted the situation and made peace with my responsibility, oh, well, done and done. Because I think about it and I think that it really changes the perspective. My thinking that this person was affecting my life so much was my thought. But when I paused and questioned it and was truthful to myself and saw the entirety of the situation was a minute I released it. I refocused the lens and was able to see clearly. And you see, I changed my path. I took it all and I chose the things that served me from that story. And my weight loss journey started slowly, but it started. The minute that I accepted and understood that this person did not have power over my mind and my actions was the minute I stopped going to the vending machine so often. The minute I paid attention to the people around me, I started to track my food. I started to look into helping myself and looking into a mental health class and was introduced to exercise as a mental health tool. And I found life coaching in this pause and discovery. What a gift. And that coupled with time brings me full circle to today. You know, the story we tell ourselves about our past influences our future so much. So much so that if we really take a look at our past and take a look at it from the lens of how we want to see it. Wow. And you know, I think another great metaphor for this idea of refocusing is thinking about how we refocus a camera. Think about taking a great picture. We want to analyze the shot to get a nice background, center the picture right, and most importantly, that it is in focus. Because without it being in focus, it's pretty much not usable. And that's how I like to see this because of, for us, we want to get a full view of the picture and we want to focus on the best parts for us, not the part where it's not our best light, which is where we so often gravitate to instead of the best part. So let's return to our topic and take a look at our past and take a look at whether we are seeing it from a negative focus and incomplete perspective. To me, it feels kind of like a spin cycle where we rinse and repeat the stories, rinse and repeat our feelings. And I want so much for that to stop for us because we can, we can make it stop. Because the truth is that most of our past lives in our mind. The past is done. It was a moment in time. It does not have to affect us today. And it most certainly does not have to affect us tomorrow. Open up the parts of the past that you choose to forget the positive parts, the magic will happen and you will realize that your past is your story. And yes, you can decide to change the story you are telling yourself. And I'm not talking about where you were born, when the facts that we all know and we can agree are facts, right? I'm talking about the hurts that don't serve us anymore. They served us in the past to survive it, but are gone and we're here now and are better for it now. And you know, I've heard pushback on this and I get it. Oh, I so get it. I'm not talking about deep trauma or PTSD. I know that work is so valuable to do with clinical help. And I'm the first to go there. In fact, I've gone to therapy a few times, so I understand. But I tell you this, to me, my life coaching that I have done has been so valuable to me. So if you're at a baseline of functionality, then these concepts are so important to help us refocus our lives and move forward. So important. You see, our past is over. 
It's our thoughts that we're left with, our choices of our memories. And well, I got to tell you, my memory is not what it was when I was 20. I'm pretty sharp, I think. But dang, that 20-year-old me. You know, I think about this and I think about the stories of our past with our siblings. We don't agree sometimes. And that's because our accounts are sprinkled with our perspectives, our biases. And this is fascinating and so good to know. So if there is pain from a memory, that pain is today's. It's not an old hurt. It's not a yesterday pain. It's due to our thinking, not to the past. And in this pause that I offer, in the pause, we have the opportunity to be authentic and honest with ourselves, the bad, and my goodness, the good too. And this is not to blame us or to blame others. This is to say that we can change our thinking about our past. It's not the situation. And I know that because two people can have the same exact situation and can have different outcomes, can have different perspectives of it, different thoughts about it, same situation. If I choose to be a victim of my past or a victim of my employer, then that may shape me now and as importantly can shape my future. You know, a great example of this thinking is Viktor Frankl, the author of Man's Search for Meaning. He is such an amazing maester in this concept. He believed that we have the ability to make decisions and take responsibility for our actions. Despite death, there's love. Despite physical torture, there's courage. Despite bondage, there's mental freedom. And then the creation of the life and value we give. So good. So good. So for me, when I think about my boss, I have changed my path to I learned so much resilience. When I think about my childhood, I think about all of it and how my parents were doing the best they could with the abilities and capacities they had. And that so many like my sister Angel, my husband, my children, my friends have made my past amazing. We can take from our past what we need, what serves us, and let go of the rest. That is our choice. Be gentle with yourself. Be kind to yourself and be kind to others because simply we can. This pause is so vital for our Project Weight Loss and also valuable for our long-term maintenance. Getting really good at the pause will yield great outcomes because the thinking and analyzing and course corrections or changes happen here. Ideas are born here in the pause. So let me quickly recap. We move from our unintentional being to pause and to reflect on what we are feeling. If after a full reflection of our feelings, they do not change, then let's sit in a pause and take another look. Ask yourself, why do you feel the same way? Journal about any new related emotions of the same situation. Pull out your thoughts and take a good look at them. Then decide to fully look at what is making you feel this way. And if it is something that happened in the past, recent, or many years ago, choose to fully explore it. Take from it the full past that serves you. And from a place of truth and kindness, let go of whatever no longer serves you. And look at the strengths, the lessons, the aspects of the past that can help. And choose to change your story, your past to this. (laughs) Oh my, it was a lot today. And I know you may need some time to think about this. Our next episode for me is my favorite because I will share my personal tool, 
what I think is the missing piece, the missing link. And if you want to get the ebook that gives some infographics around all of this, then head over to my website, projectweightloss.org to download it. I will also share a bit of my bio in the next episode, my background. And I cannot wait for you to join me with Project 66. I will close the list on Monday. So the time is now and I'm really excited to see you on the inside. I want to leave you with one of my favorite quotes from the Maester Pima Chodron. And she says, pause practice can transform each day of your life. It creates an open doorway to the sacredness of the place in which you find yourself. The vastness, stillness, and magic of the place will dawn upon you if you let your mind relax and drop for just a few breaths the storyline you are working so hard to maintain. Have a safe and beautiful week, everyone, and share this episode with your loved ones. Hey, thanks for listening. If you're ready to achieve your weight loss goal and grow into your most authentic and amazing self along the way, check out our website at projectweightloss.org. See you there.